0: You're listening to the Sports on Tap podcast network. Cheers to sports. What's happening? My name's Sammy Georgiou, or you can find me everywhere on social at Sammy on Tap. That's S-A-M-I on Tap. And you're listening to the Pod That Brothers. We are Two Brothers Talking Sports. I'm Sammy Georgiou, and usually with me is George Georgiou, my brother, who would say, welcome to the best show in podcasting. But he is out for today. George is having a microphone issue while he is traveling. He's in Prague, I believe, Prague, Czech Republic. So, hope he's enjoying that time. But I know he's not enjoying the fact that his microphone got a little busted on the travel, but trying to get it fixed. So, we thought I'll do a little Sammy's take, you know, a little segment or two here um, just to make sure you guys get some content on a Monday. We just had the NFL draft happen, it's the middle of the NBA playoffs. So just wanted to make sure we get something out there. Um, Leave us a review. It means a lot to us uh, anywhere, whether it's Spotify or Apple, wherever you listen or on Google. Um, And uh, make sure you check out the full brand at the Sports on Tap on all platforms. And you can find our podcast, Pod That, P-O-D That, on all platforms as well. So I appreciate you guys tuning in. I'm going to give a couple minutes on the NFL draft then a couple minutes on the NBA playoffs. I will be going to the Suns Mavericks game today. So I'm very excited to talk about that Um, and talk about, you know, the NBA playoffs have been pretty exciting. I feel like they've been more interesting than usual, Uh, I guess, over the last like compared to the last five years, I feel like this year has been a little more special. But let's start with the NFL draft. I'm going to go five minutes on the NFL draft, five minutes on the NBA playoffs, and then we will try to be back, I'm guessing on, you know, Wednesday, Thursday for a podcast with me and George whenever he is back and we're going to be lining up some big guests for you guys. So let's get started with the NFL draft really quick. Um, It was kind of a dud, kind of boring. Um, And I don't mean that in the wrong way, because there are going to be some players that get picked that are very valuable for their teams. For example, I know that there's a lot of potential with Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon who went fifth. And then you go to the fourth pick with sauce Gardner and Derek Singletary and Singletary, Stingley sorry I I said that wrong Aiden Hutchinson to the Lions at two and Trayvon Walker at one to the Jaguars there are a lot of big names right people we actually probably know Um, my Seahawks took Charles Cross offensive tackle Drake London the receiver went to the Falcons there's a lot of names but compared to other years I guess when there's more quarterback hype which I feel like for outside fans it's more exciting Um, and I don't mean I'm an outside fan of football but you know, my specific team is the Seahawks. I'm always excited for that pick, whether it's the first, the ninth or like it's been most years now in the twenties or no first round pick. Um, Those are the picks I care about, you know, for the Seahawks. But when I'm talking about the first 10 picks, um, it's not as exciting when there's not many quarterbacks. Now I get excited for a couple of them. It was cool to see Aiden Hutchinson, where he went sauce, Gardner and Thibodeau and, drake london um jameson williams a couple of those kyle hamilton i thought was a steal at 14 for the ravens but in general it's weird not having any top name quarterbacks now i want to go through the quarterbacks i don't want to bore you just talking about oh what's trayvon walker's potential and aiden hutchinson's potential and all these different things we know these guys all have really high high potentials hopefully low force and you just got to see where they go uh but I do want to talk about the quarterbacks that went and see if there is going to be any major quarterback situations. Um, like I said, my biggest thing was Kyle Hamilton was a steal for as a safety to the Ravens. He's going to fit perfectly outside of that. Really. I'm not, I, I don't have too many opinions on the picks. Most teams, I did see a, a graph that like how teams drafted towards the rankings of players like like the circulation of online draft prospect rankings. And teams kind of followed pretty well this year on like there wasn't that many crazy picks at a crazy number. But uh, the first quarterback taken was Kenny Pickett from Pitt went to Pittsburgh. Now that's kind of a tongue twister. Kenny Pickett from Pitt went to Pittsburgh. Um, they needed a quarterback. Uh, Mitch Trubisky can't be happy seeing this because pff, like, you know, like, he thought maybe he was going to have a chance at a starting job. They have an interesting quarterback room. Say what, uh, Mason Rudolph, Kenny Pickett in, in, in Mitch Trubisky. Now, Kenny Pickett, um, I I don't feel like, like I don't feel like he would have gone top 20 if it wasn't. Kenny Pickett from Pitt goes to Pittsburgh. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, he, I feel like he would have been an early second rounder, but I think for Pittsburgh, if fit, they've probably seen him play a lot because he went to Pitt. They have the same, they share like a certain um, facility. So they've probably been around the guy, like him enough. It's the 20th pick. What do you have to lose? They don't have a quarterback. Uh, Mitch Trubisky's their guy, which is not going to be the guy. So it's worth taking the risk on Kenny Pickett. So I actually like that they went for it there. Um, and I still think it was kind of high for him, but you got to go with your guy. If if, you're, if if it works, it works. If it doesn't, you'll be fine using the 20th pick on him. Next, we had Matt Corral went to the Panthers. Um, they've been in flux. They've been talking about Sam Darnold potentially still being the quarterback. They've been talking about um, trading for Baker Mayfield. What this tells me is they're probably not trading for Baker. I mean, you're not going to bring on Baker with Sam Darnold and a rookie quarterback. This tells me Sam Darnold's probably there for one more year, Matt Corral behind him, and they're hoping to God that this guy can develop enough or be good enough to at least be better than Sam Darnold's been. And now trust me, I know Sam Darnold has all the talent in the world. It's just not adding up for some reason. So I think the Matt Corral thing is uh, pretty interesting, but it kind of gives another reason that I think Baker Mayfield might end up on the Seahawks because where else is he going? Um, Malik Willis got drafted. There was a lot of hype on Malik Willis. I mean, as a Seahawks fan, there was a lot of people like take him at nine, and this guy fell in the draft. All these quarterbacks. Now that I see this, my Seahawks didn't take a guy. It makes me think like, okay, maybe there wasn't that good of a prospect, and that's probably the truth. Malik Willis goes to Tennessee. He's not taking Ryan Tannehill's job. Like, sorry, he's not. Ryan Tannehill's the starter. He's the you know he has another year or two left on his contract at a hundred million dollar contract. Malik Willis is there as a reach pick for them to say. If Tannehill doesn't pan out, I guess, or if we are going to blow it up eventually, maybe we have a young quarterback at that. Sam Howell went to Washington, who just traded for Carson Wentz, so we'll see what that means. I don't think it means anything serious. I think it means a random average backup, but but you never know with Carson Wentz. Same thing like the Sam Darnold thing. Great talents. They've been hopping around now, but it doesn't hurt to have a young quarterback back there because one of them could hit. You never know. Um, And the last one I really care to talk about because, you know, you have like Bailey Zappi for the Patriots. You had Brock Prudy to the Niners, uh, Skyler Thompson to the whatever was to the Dolphins. Not that big of a deal. The last guy I wanted to mention is Desmond Ritter um, to the Falcons. Now, Desmond Ritter, it's an interesting one because he played at Cincinnati and we didn't know if he's great or not great or if the team's actually that good or not good. But he's a he's a good prospect. I mean, you can't complain too much of them. He's, you know, he consistently improved every year in his college career. Um, so he has a bright future, good mechanics, and we'll see what happens with them. I mean, he's the type of like boom or bust type of guy. Like he's either gonna be great coming in from a small school and goes in the NFL and, and gets, you know, gets better every year and starts eventually, or not. He's gonna be a backup. And you know, they don't have Matt Ryan anymore. The Falcons drafted a wide receiver at, what was it, eight with Drake London. They got Kyle Pitts last year, and they brought in Marcus Mariota. I'm not a Marcus Mariota hater, and I know there's a lot of people that are extreme defenders of him, but he's not like the great starting quarterback in the NFL. He's a, a gap guy, right? He's a guy that you bring in for this year, see what happens. If he magically has a great year, you maybe keep him for another year, but you kind of know what you're going to get with Marcus Mariota. So Desmond Ritter is going to be competing. I think Mark Smirian is a great, great guy to help develop a young guy because he's a good person and it seems like he's had no problem doing that in the past. So I think Desmond Ritter's a very exciting pick um, for a later round guy because the Falcons actually need a quarterback. With all that said, George and I will do more on the NFL draft and what's happening in the NFL uh, when his mic gets fixed, hopefully tomorrow or the day after. I'm going to get onto the NBA for three, four minutes. Now, we had our first set of round two games. The Bucs dominated the Celtics. And by dominated, I don't mean it's over. I don't mean I'm going to overreact. But man, did do they dominate them. Giannis looks like a match for nobody. you know. And I'm excited to see what happens maybe in future rounds. Because next round, you'll either have Bam with Jimmy Butler, our strong defense in Miami, or you'll have Philadelphia if Joel Embiid gets healthy. And you know that's somebody that can slow down Giannis potentially. Not no one can slow him down or stop him, but you know a big body is always helpful. So Bucks dominated. They look unstoppable. A Celtics team that swept the shit out of the Nets looks like they they're just looks like they were lost against Milwaukee. Milwaukee doesn't even have Chris Middleton. They just have consistent vets. Um, Grace and Allen played well. You have you know your Drew Holiday is playing well, and then Giannis just dominating now. No need to panic if you're a Celtics fan. Here's the deal. If you lose game two, you're not winning this series. You're not going to go win two in Milwaukee because Giannis is playing out of his mind right now. So I don't want to overreact. We'll see what happens on Tuesday, I believe. They play on Tuesday. Um, but in the meantime, early thoughts is the Bucks are winning this series in six, maybe seven, but six. Um, I don't think they have anyone to stop. No one to stop Giannis. I just don't think it's possible. We also had the Warriors-Grizzlies, a one-point loss by the Grizzlies, and the Warriors just grinded this out. Despite Klay Thompson missing two free throws at the end to you know make it a three-point game, uh, they somehow got lucky that John missed the game-winning layoff that I feel like he tends to make. So they got lucky with that. Um, I, and Draymond got ejected, the stupidest ejection I've ever seen. I get it. It was bad. He shouldn't pull the guy's jersey. But he realized midair that it was a wrong move. And I think the fact that he tried to brace the fall should make it a flagrant one. I'm not big on just ejecting people in the playoffs. Draymond Green plays aggressive. We know that is based on his reputation. If somebody else did that, they're not getting ejected. Draymond Green does, but it's still a little shitty for the Warriors. Like it's Draymond Green. He should not be ejected for that. So I didn't love the ejection. I thought it was kind of BS. Um, but the Warriors still pulled it out. So I'm worried about the Grizzlies. Now, I won't they the Grizzlies did the same shit against Minnesota. The Grizzlies were winning and losing games and almost went to a game 7 against, you know, uh, Minnesota, which Minnesota is nowhere near this Warriors town and they're nowhere near the Grizzlies talent right now. So, I don't know if this is just a Grizzlies thing. It just depends on the night. They're going to get hot next game and win and then, you know, win in Golden State and then lose the next one and do the same shit they did last series. But same thing, when you're a road team that you get the first win, if you win game two, if the Warriors win game two like the Bucs on the road, you're in big trouble. I I do not in any way, especially those teams, the Bucks and Warriors. I do not see the Celtics winning in Milwaukee two straight. I wouldn't see the Grizzlies winning in Golden State with that crowd two straight. So Tuesdays, huge for the Celtics and the Grizzlies. The home teams can't lose two in a row, or the series is in serious jeopardy now. So I don't want to overreact the early thoughts are warriors are going to take this series and the bucks are going to take that series the game at 4:30 today is the 76ers and heat well uh, this one's a tough one because the 76ers are without Joel Embiid he broke his orbital bone i think it's like your eye socket bone they're fucked james harden's not going to carry this team if they can somehow split in miami there's going to be a chance that Joel Embiid comes back, but I'm just going to take an early guess at the Miami Heat, win the first two, and James Harden doesn't show up. And I'm a seasoned defender of James Harden, but without Joel Embiid, it's just not going to happen. But we'll find out. We'll talk about it more as it, the series plays out. And last but not least, you have the Mavs and Suns. I'm biased. I live in Phoenix. I'm going to game one tonight to watch the Suns. So I'm going to pick Phoenix to win. They are favored to win, obviously, too. I think the one-man show in Luka Doncic is going to be tough um, to sustain, and I know people will say there's Jalen Brunson and Spencer Dinwiddie and all that, but it's a one-man show. You know, you have he has role players, but it's a one-man show. So I'm just gonna the well-oiled machine in Phoenix. I feel like takes the Mavericks in six when you have the one-man show. So I'm taking Suns in six. I'm just kind of hoping for that because I live in Phoenix. It'd be nice to see a Warrior Suns uh, series here in Phoenix and go to a game. Woo! That's something I'd love to see. So those are my early thoughts just on the playoffs. Uh, I'm really guessing all I'm guessing on the east, the two or sorry, on the west. No, that was complicated. The first two sets of games. Sorry, the Bucks and the Warriors, those two road teams. I think uh, those two underdogs are winning the series, and I think the two favorites that I talked about for today, the Heat and the Suns, win those series. There. Last but not least, going to talk about this for ten seconds, just because I just saw it. Um, it looks like Rudy Gobert is reportedly at the "me or him" stage and demands that one of them be traded from the Jazz. Let me tell you, Rudy. If Donovan Mitchell wants to stay at the Jazz, they're picking Donovan Mitchell. So. Those are my thoughts. <laughs> Much love guys. Thanks for tuning in. George will be back with me either tomorrow, Thursday, whatever it is. Let us know what you think about the single man format. We're going to think about doing it. Um, instead of doing one long pod, a week. we will still have one long pod, but then you maybe get a Monday morning segment from me for 15, 20 minutes and a Friday segment from George, 15, 20 minutes. Let us know what you think of that. Thanks for listening to the sports on tap podcast network. This was pod that brothers, but a single brother today. And, uh, As George would say, cheers to sports, yo. You're listening to the Sports on Tap podcast network. Cheers to sports.